Time for the October 25th, 2013 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine at an undisclosed location in the backyard of KCI 88.9.9. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. Did I say KCI 88.9 twice during that introduction? Mahler. Yeah, I don't know. It's so distracting oh, when he's barking. It's hard to I concentrate. Yeah, he's, he's a very distracting yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. I know he's excited about the fun drive coming yeah. up. I'm going to mention it once again. Fun drive. Fun drive coming up on Monday. You can you can give, even if you're listening to our podcast, mm-hmm. you can give mm-hmm. to the station. No reason. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. Mike and I are communicating without words right now. <laughs> And we thought you would be, like to be part of that at home. Can you tell what we're thinking? I'm thinking I'm thinking a $100,000 check. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Russia reduced the charges against the Arctic 30, which is good. The Arctic 30 is that group of oh, right. uh, Greenpeace activists, 28 Greenpeace activists, right. two other folks, journalists, who were uh, uh, on a off, uh, trying to prevent offshore oil rig in the Arctic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russian offshore oil rig. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, 28 Greenpeace activists and two journalists are no longer accused of piracy. Well, <laughs> thank God. Yes. Yeah. But they but. are facing charges of hooliganism. Yes. Yeah. Hooliganism. Hooliganism. I always, I'm a proud hooligan myself. Well, it, yeah. that, Who isn't that works here at KUCI? <laughs> I, I think all of KUCI staff members are hooligans. I am a card-carrying member of the hooligan union, actually. Yeah. There's, we have an actual... Uh, well, being know. a hooligan in uh, Russia apparently can land you in jail for seven years. Oh, no. So that's no good. No. But uh, the Greenpeace people say, hey, they were unlawfully, ca- unlawfully captured at sea. Where the, where the Russians were drilling isn't, is essentially not in their territory. Oh. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that would seem to be to be uh, that the Russians have no yeah. legal standing to do that. Yeah, exactly. And that's what Greenpeace is saying. Meanwhile, in Libya, they mark the anniversary of the death of Muammar Gaddafi. Oh, yeah. sorry. I, I just I had a moment of silence here. Yeah. Thank you. I needed that. Uh, and you know, they're in the middle of a civil war over there. Yes. Fighting's going on in Benghazi. That's the, by the way, the birthplace of the Arab Spring. So not so much spring. No. Yeah. Benghazi. Or at least the birthplace of Libya's Thank Arab you. spring. Yeah, I yeah, just going to clarify it there. Yeah. Okay. We have radical militias and regular forces just going at each other uh, while the capital Tripoli has, was braced for a fallout from the kidnapping earlier this month of Prime Minister Ali Zaydan. Federalists in uh, Cyrenaica, mm-hmm. home yeah. to most of Libya's oil. Oh, okay. That's where the oil is. Got my attention. It's not home to the oil. It's, it's the oil's under the ground there. The oil didn't say, "Hey, let's move in." Well, but it 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 said, "Hey, I like this place." No, it just formed itself there That's because why yeah, about. he likes it. Like, yeah. wait, what do you mean like? Oil yeah, doesn't like. The oil said, "Of all the barren, you know, inhospitable." Why do you follow these idiotic journalists who write the script for me? Why do you side with them? Okay. Libya has yeah. oil in Cyrenaica. Okay. It's not home. Okay. It's not a home right. there for I, oil. Right. Make it sound like it, you know, it, it it's, has a little comfy chair and a sofa. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they opened their own parliament, the Federalists there, mm-hmm. uh, in Benghazi this week, in a step that may herald the breakup of the country. In other words, they're saying, we want our own territory. We own all the oil. The yeah. rest of you can go... Uh, 
I remember back when, when 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 all the American involvement and we were and Benghazi Jump was kind of the beachhead. Uh, remember all sofa. that that area um, of the of the country was where yep. we established a beachhead, and we were able to allow the rebels to go in and do what they do. Uh, but even then, there was talk that there are a number of major tribes in Libya, and one of the things that Gaddafi was able to do was keep the, these tribes at bay uh, yep. from killing each other. And well, now we're seeing a lot of that kind of come to the forefront. But uh, the ones who ran have the oil. Let's take Iraq, for an example. The Kurds mm. have a lot of oil. The Kurds are still technically a part of Iraq, but but practically speaking, they're not. And I think this is probably what's going to happen with Libya. Yeah. The people with the oil are going to establish their own little state within the state and be left alone. So it's probably what's going to happen. That's just my, my little, yeah. my two cents. But. In Australia, they got wildfires there. Mm. I heard about Thousands that. of people yeah. were ordered to leave their homes outside of Sydney. Kind of sounds like uh, Southern California to me. And it's the area's worst brush fires in decades. Yeah, this is bad. 200 homes were destroyed in New South Wales state since last week. And the U.N.'s top climate official, Christiana mm-hmm. Figueres, mm-hmm. said heat waves causing brush fires are linked to global warming. However. She said that, yeah. But then meanwhile, Tony Abbott, Australia's new prime minister. Of course. Said, uh-uh, fire is part of the Australian experience. experience. Yeah, Mate. Yeah. Did he say something about... You want to just read the news? No, no. Did he say anything about throwing... Are we wrapping this? Is that what it no, is? No, just bait. I was throwing no, in the... Yeah, this, every every time I say something. No, and by the way, uh, at the end of that statement, I don't know if you're going to get to that, but he said, and we throw shrimp on all of our forest fires. Makes These fires are certainly not a function of ch- climate change. He said they are just a function of life. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mate. Well, yeah, they're a function of life. They're a function. And climate change is a function of life now, Well, Tony. Climate change is, is a function of man-made experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Which is life now. No, it's become yeah. life. Become life? Become- it either is or it isn't. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Meanwhile, the Australian Rural Fire Service says the Defense Department. Do you want to take a sedative? I am excited. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited that technology yeah. is not my friend today. That's what I'm excited about. Meanwhile, the Australian Rural Fire Service says the Defense Department has been fully cooperative amid claims an Army training exercise caused the state's largest blaze. Mm-hmm. So they got a lot of blazes. One of the blazes was caused because something blew up in a place that it probably shouldn't have blown probably up. Probably not. Canada and the European Union reached a uh, agreement in principle on a free trade re- deal that will give Canadian businesses preferential access to a U- EU market of three or 500 million customers. Well, big, big deal for yeah, Canada. That is a big deal. It'll be the largest trade, trade agreement in Canadian history and swing open trade doors. Like, like uh, yeah, this sounds like a uh, promo piece here. <laughs> Am I reading from the Canadian uh, government? This is the chamber, the yeah. Canadian Chamber of Commerce <coughs> yeah. wrote this. Yeah, like NAFTA screwed us over. This will probably screw Canada over, too. Well, no, it won't screw over the people who are signing the agreement. Oh, of course They'll not. do really well, yeah. but the people of Canada the, won't do quite as well. The people who are working, yeah. the, the yeah. environmental conditions yeah, the, will be yeah. largely affected. The ones who will be told, well, we'd like to pay you more money, but if we do, then we will have an unbalanced trade situation uh-huh. with people who are making 15 cents an hour. <sighs> the comprehensive tree free tree trade. It's the tree trade. <laughs> tree, tree the free trade ag- deal was reached after Canada agreed to import more cheese. That was that was the tipping point right there. <laughs> well, the, the Canadians, will take your cheese. They love I, their cheese, eh? 
A boot? It's all about the cheese. Uh, a new article reveals coral animals. Coral is an animal. You know, they're little little single doohickeys. Is there. that true? Yeah, coral yeah, an animal. I didn't. Yeah. Okay, thank you. So when I, I say coral animals, that's what I'm talking about. Coral itself. A new article reveals coral animals produce the smell of the ocean, influencing cloud formation and protecting themselves against rising seawater temperatures. Australian marine scientists have found the first evidence that coral itself may play an important role in regulating local climate. Oh, okay. They discovered that the coral animal makes an important sulfur-based molecule with properties to assist it in many ways, ranging from cellular protection in times of heat, stress, to local climate cooling by encouraging clouds to form. Wow. Pretty crazy, wow, huh? Wow, that is. Yeah? That, it comes at a time when, when corals are uh, coral reefs are dis- disappearing all yeah, over the world. exactly. Nice. And now we're finding out that they're even more important than we thought they were. Amazing. Hmm. A Thai man was arrested for trying to donate approximately $95 worth of methamphetamine to a flood relief center. His heart was in the right place. I know, exactly. On, I want eh? to do good deeds and help people, yeah, said the man. Yeah. I took five Yaba pills before coming here. Yaba pills? Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Yaba. I'm cranked up, and the rest <laughs> of you should be, too. <laughs> There's a place right over here at the, the town center uh, uh, shopping restaurant area. You can get, uh, yeah, you can get pure yaba right over pure there. Yaba. Yeah, uh-huh. right there. With, it comes with those little little um, pellets of those little chocolate pellet things in there. In there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Those little, like little pudding balls. Pudding balls. Yeah, filled, okay. with, filled with yaba. Yummy. Belgian authorities lured the Somali pirate leader we've talked about before named Loudmouth. Remember Loudmouth? I do remember Yeah. Loudmouth. They lured him to Brussels by offering to make him an advisor on a non-existent documentary film about his life. Oh, nice. Boom. Boom, yeah, caught on tape. An Iranian prisoner who awoke in a mortuary after being hanged was ordered hanged again. That would be a wild trip, huh? Uh, there you go. You think you're dead. If you're it, in a mortuary. Yeah. You wake up in a mortuary. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. And then they, they, they capture you and hang you. You know, you know those. Yay. You got to admire those people. They've got a can-do attitude, don't you? Uh-huh. So don't you think they're not going to give up after one try? This is this is not. They're not messing around. Okay, wow. Fukushima Industries. You know, over yeah, there in yeah. Fukushima Daikai. Yeah. You know that place. That yeah. place that blew up really bad. Yeah, it blew it, up. It, it was. It was. You know, all the mishaps that were going on there. Yeah. They weren't really doing things properly. Mm. They introduced as its mascot a flying a, a egg named. And I, I'm not really sure how to pronounce. Can we say it on the air, Nathan? We, I don't. Well, the way I want to say it, we can't say on the air. Okay. It's F U K U P P Y, Fukupi. I guess you well, could UK, say uh, it. You could nice pronounce job. it that way. But there's another way of saying it. Yeah, too. yeah. Yeah. Which I think goes right along with Fukushima. Yeah, it does. It. it you could say it in a way Fukupi. that would would indicate your disdain for Fukushima. Uh-huh. And and their uh, lack of proper. Uh, facilities to safeguard the population around yeah. their uh, nuclear plant. Mm-hmm. They kind of yeah. fukupied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all the international I've got. I don't got any I, international news. I had an amazing it? array of international stories that would have blown your socks off. Really? Would have been, oh, people would have been clapping. Standing. Yeah. They would have been, exactly, Mahler, Mahler, Mahler. Yeah. they would have been he standing on their chairs, off. clapping. They would They would have stopped all offices. That yeah, would have yeah. Been, that, yeah. But I can't get to it for yeah. some reason. Why not? 
I have two devices open, and right now, and I can't get either one of yeah. them to work. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. What is it? What is it, Mahler? What is it? My goodness, what a guy. What is wrong with him? I don't know. I don't know. So, so you have absolutely nothing going on. I, I am stymied. Oh, I am stymied. Stop. Well, this, this is the ample opportunity but, to remind people yeah. about the fun drive. Yeah. Because next week we'll just remind you even more. Yes. And, and you know you love KUCI. Not only that, it's local. And it, you know what it's, else? It's, lo- it's yes. one of the few. We, yeah. We're homegrown here, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Mom. Mahler was just letting you have, you know, letting yeah. you say what you wanted to say yeah. there. He was deferring to you. And it is true. Uh, next week starts the fun drive, and it's a very, very, very important part of what we do. We do it twice a year. Yeah. We only come to you. There's a lot of stations that do uh, kind of, they call so-called community-based radio, yada, yada. We are. We truly are. Yeah. We only come to you twice a year. We don't come to you five or six times a year. We come yeah. to you twice. We're nice. We're nice. For, and only for like 10 days or yeah. two weeks. You know, yep. nothing. It's nothing. Yep, yep, yep. So, damn it, open up those wallets. And now it's damn time it. for your favorite show part segment, Mahler. Yeah, what is it? It's secret stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. You're a good boy, Mahler. No, oh, no. no, no, no there no, he goes again. Got him going. Oh, jeez. The global fallout from the leaks of former National Security Agency contractor Edward Snowden escalated after new claims of U.S. spying on Germany. Okay. So Germany's all into it now. Yeah, well, into all into it. Stuff. They found out, yeah. Well, you know, here's the deal. What, Germany's never spied on us? Oh, dear, we're being spied on. It is Some, a bit of the... It is yeah. a bit of the well, they have to have... It's, it's, to yeah. me, it's a show. The Germans now have to act outrage because the population is depending on their leaders to act outrage well, because yeah. they don't admit that they're spying on us. Yeah. Now, well, there was a lot of spying going on by yeah. us, granted, I mean, granted. But my guess that the, is that the Germans were using some of that information themselves, just like Pakistan was using some information, which we'll get into later. Yeah. You yeah, know, Angela right. Merkel, yeah, the German man, chancellor. Yeah. Well, she was she, upset that her own phone was being hacked, right? Yeah, I mean, she phoned Obama and said, uh, what's up with that? She shouldn't be inset, uh, upset. She should be impressed, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Okay. How'd you get my number, Barack? How did you go? Uh, yeah. That's wild. She it did Barack's. I got it off Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Your profile. You had and, it on and your she profile. also say that you know we we've hacked into you. You know we've done a, a reverse hack. And you can't reach us anymore now because we changed our phone number. We changed. Yeah. It's a super secret phone yeah. number now. Hey. No, well, I, I I you know this is all this is I'm sure this is part and parcel of uh, our good uh, our friend. Um, Ed Snowden, Edward. Oh, yeah. Snowden. I mean, you know, how all that has kind of, I'm sure this is part of that, right? Yeah. The revelation. Yeah. Right. The spat with Germany comes just days after it was revealed that the U.S. carried out the mass surveillance of French citizens and also spied on French diplomats. Yeah. Snowden's leaks also disclosed the NSA hacked the email accounts of then-President Felipe Calderón in 2010 and of current Mexican President Enrique Peña Nieto before he was elected. France then summoned a, its U.S. ambassador to explain reports of that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. you see... Uh... Apparently, the NSA assessed, accessed more than 70 million French phone records over a period of just 30 days. That's a lot. 
Mexico said it won a pledge from President Obama to investigate the NSA. Uh, is that what they yeah, said? Yeah. Oh, they're uh -huh. so cute that they, they got that promise from yeah, and they believe that it. lying. Come on now. Yeah. What 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 did he say about whistleblowers when he took office? That he was going to crack down on them. No, that he wasn't going to crack down yeah, on them. And he has. And he has more than any other president. Yeah. Liar. 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 Well, yeah, I guess there's an expectation on the part of of world governments that there's going to be someone trying to spy on them. I get that. And they have to to act like they're outraged yeah. when they discover when the when the public discovers that they've been when. <laughs> but wouldn't you? But that, what's been accepted by the diplomats is now made public to the population. You wouldn't be surprised to find out the U.S. was try, was spying on Iran or Russia or yeah. China, but. It it's got to be a little disconcerting to find out that they're we spying spy, on. We spy on our own companies, and our own companies spy on each other. Yeah. Everybody spies. You spy on people, Mike. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Never spying mind. Spying is fun. Never mind. I'm going to change the name of this segment to "Spying is Fun." <laughs> also, the FBI is taking the lead in putting together what it calls "next generation identification." Ooh, sounds like kind of a, a Rasta song. <laughs> Next generation identification. Is that is that yeah. are they just calling it the iPhone? Is that what they call the whole program? This program will expand the conventional FBI fingerprint database yeah, to include significant amounts of biological and biometric data. In other words, DNA and stuff like that. They're going to cut your hair and yeah, okay, free trim, and okay. then go from there. Cut your hair and go from there. Also, a federal appeals court has ruled the government must obtain a warrant based on probable cause in order to track vehicles with GPS, which is kind of a good thing. Yeah. In other words, they at least have to prove that they're after they're you after before you they go after you. Well, okay, so we are, we are quickly, rapidly, and maybe even beyond what we already know, reaching a point where you will literally from birth— Everything that you could know about you physically uh -huh. will be known, right? I mean, and that kind of what they're saying. Will be known by who? Biometrically speaking, by the government. We'll, we'll, by the we'll, government, will be will be stored in a database. Yeah, yeah. So let's say they, there's a difference they, between Nathan stored in a database and known. Okay. Well, it's no. Well, it's in a. It's documented. It's documented. Yes. Just it's just okay. Well, we're here now. We yeah. are. We've arrived. Right, we've arrived right. at a point. Technically speaking, technologically speaking, where um, there is no yeah. no privacy. If the There's government privacy. wants, there's, they want to know Here, something. Here, I'm going to unzip my pants right now, Mike. Don't do that. But uh, I'm just. That feels better. You feel better. No, feel, I have privacy here, aside from you. I feel there's, great. No, actually, there's three cameras in oh, here. Oh, <laughs> So, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, you should have. Th yeah. So, uh, that. by the way, that YouTube video will be posted in, uh, in about an hour and a half. So. Anybody. If you saw anything, Kevin? Um, uh, yeah, I just you know, I just I think we again. I think I come back to the same point. Well, okay, we're here now, and now what? Now what do we do? What do we do? If 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 there was a if there was a history in of of a government not using information that's gathered about its citizens uh -huh. against those people, yeah. I would feel much better. I'd feel okay in some way about it. I just don't. It's always, always ends up being used in a way to protect the powerful against people who are effect, trying to affect change. When would you rather live, now or 200 years ago? 
Just ask him. Yeah, well. When would you rather live now? I would now? rather live now. Okay, All right. shut up then. I, I would li- well, I, I like to live Just in a time up. when I have Cut the ability to affect these things that I find offensive. And you are more and more. You will be. Okay. We're taking over. Don't worry. All right. Uh, now, now what's going on? Uh, well, it's... Uh, there, it there it is. It's time for uh, yeah, let's us to announce that it's uh, KUCI you're listening to. It's 88.9 FM on the web at KUCI.org. That's right, Mahler. It's ORG, and it's time for your favorite segment, Mahler. Drones. Drones in the news? Yeah. That's right. That's right. Oh, Mahler, he's so happy. He is so happy that he sounds sad. Secret U.S. documents reveal that senior Pakistani government officials have for years known of and endorsed CIA drone strikes. Even though they've been saying, oh, what are you doing? Why are you coming into our country? How dare you, yeah, U.S. With your drones. They knew all about it. You yeah. know, the, the government knew about it all along. Pakistan responded by repeating its opposition to drone strikes. They didn't deny it. They just said, we're against drone strikes. I think that's, I think that's consistent. Consistent? Yeah, I think they have an understanding that the Pakistani military has an understanding. They get a lot of money from the U.S. It's in the billions of dollars. And they are that is the price of doing business with the United States, allowing them to to send in drones. They can be against it at the same time. The people are the vast majority of of Pakistanis are very, very upset with the United States for doing these things. Um, so yeah, all right. so there's that. Okay. Also, two human rights groups released major news reports on how U.S. drone strikes kill civilians in Yemen and Pakistan. Amnesty International focused on Pakistan, where it says some drone killings may warrant, may amount to war crimes. Mm-hmm. The group reviewed 45 drone strikes that have occurred in North Waziristan oh, of course. since January 2012. It found at least 19 civilians were killed in just two of these strikes. Just two strikes, 19 civilians, despite claims by the Obama administration, it is accurately targeting militants. And that no it, civilians have been killed. In one case, a 68-year-old grandmother, yeah. Mamana Bibi, was killed in a strike that appeared to be aimed directly at her. Yeah. She was in a, what, she was picking, she yeah. was farming or something. She was farming and yeah. blown to bits. Blown to bits. Uh, meanwhile, at the White House... Obama and Pakistan's Prime Minister Nawaz Sharif agreed on the importance of rebuilding U.S.-Pakistani relationships. Yeah, I'm sure they, they discussed did. the issue of U.S. drone strikes in Pakistan, extremist threats, and the transition in Afghanistan and Pakistan's relations with India. This is the first meeting between Obama and Sharif, who was last at the White House in 1999. That would be Mr. Clinton. Yeah, yeah. Been a long so we time got a ago. Democrat. Has he been around that long? And then. I guess so. Wow. That's a long time for the leader of, of Pakistan to be around. Remember we, we were in love with that general before that was running the place? We thought he was the greatest thing ever, and then... Boom. Not so much. Also, the U.S. military has been forced to relocate a large fleet of drones. They've finally been forced to release out of the Horn of Africa. They're, they're not going to be there anymore. Oh. After uh, the uh, unmanned aircraft, as they called them, the drones were at risk of colliding with passenger planes. It was found... Oh. Yeah. They ceased flying this month from Camp Lemonnier. That's in Djibouti. 
after local officials expressed alarm about several drone accidents. Okay. And this is a major hub for counterterrorism operations in Yemen and Somalia for us. At least that's what we call it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the Somali uh, Islamic, Islamist militia. Yes. Uh, yeah, and they were arrested for the Nairobi shopping mall attack, some of their members. Yeah. So that's what we're apparently doing in the Horn of Africa. In the Horn of Africa. But not so much anymore with drones. Right. Yeah. And in, again, we've talked about this before. Increasingly, we're going to hear more and more and more about these horrible dictatorial goons that run parts of Africa and how they're a threat to democracy and our way of life. We have more and more militarization of the Afro, especially North Africa. It's increasing. It's only a matter of time before there's lots of boots on the ground running around uh, U.S. U.S. military doing things. You're just so negative, Mike. It just, yeah, it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Me, me. Sorry. An another, sorry, another, sorry, I just want to prepare our listeners and the United States uh, uh, citizenry that uh, we'll be spending another couple of trillion dollars in the next 10 years on this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. so. Well, we'll be spending trillions of dollars on uh, Coca-Cola, too. Yeah, so. well, on building planes that literally have no strategic value at all. Uh -huh. we the U.S. And wasting gasoline. We'll spend a couple trillion dollars over there yeah, well, buying, would... buying jewelry and clothes that we don't need. There's a couple trillion. Yeah, yeah but we're not going to be slaughtering thousands of innocent civilians by buying... Well, maybe we are buying diamonds. There's lots yeah, of people are dying. No, it's it's come on. It's a different scale. It's a different thing. We're gonna, we're going to kill a lot of people. I'm just I'm just trying to put the money into some sort of context, yeah. not not the the ethics of it, yeah, okay. but the money. Right. Yeah. I'm going to move over to the United States unless you got some no, other that's stuff. It. You are we're talking about the largest deregulation in the history of U.S. arms exports took place as part of the Barack Obama administration's export form. Reform initiative. I don't know about this. A uh, day after the new reforms came into effect, former government officials and critics from the human rights community are warning of the serious human rights consequences and of the negative long-term impact for U.S. foreign policy. The reforms are part of the Export Control Reform Initiative brought forward by the Obama administration in 2010. Now they're kicking into effect with the goal of simplifying U.S. export practices by eliminating redundant restrictions and regulations. Oh, okay. The most problematic problematic aspect of the reforms is the extensive deregulation of military exports by categorizing them as dual-use goods. You're kidding. No, which currently face no trade restrictions under international commercial law. Okay. What this deregulation does is move as much as 75% of our arms exports to the Commerce Department with no regulation. Oh, my God. I remember Obama Thank giving. You, Barack the, Obama. Yeah, I remember Obama giving the speech about deregulating. I know what. It, well, again, yeah, you know, deregulating. You know, making it so that businesses could do things with fewer regulations, and it sounded very benign. Like you know, so what was it? It had something to do with uh, some kind of uh, vegetable being categorized in two different places. And it was regulated. So this, that's the example used: vegetables. Yeah, but in reality, this is what we're talking about: is is this kind of stuff. As I said before, Mike, Barack Obama is the worst black president in U.S. history. <laughs> a new poll shows legalizing marijuana is now favored by a majority of Americans for the first time on record. Okay. It's true, Mike. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that we know how he Molly. feels. Now I know. For, yeah. 
You well, look we a little glazed, yeah, Mother. Yeah. yeah. By yeah. the way, I took a. I just took a poll. <laughs> I just took a poll yeah. here in KUCI. Yeah. And it's a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. According to Gallup, yeah, marijuana legalization has fifty-eight percent support, a ten percent jump from a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, more people are smoking it. Uh, yeah. In Washington State, agribusiness companies and food manufacturers are pouring millions of dollars into an effort to defeat what could become the country's first law requiring the labeling of genetically modified foods and seeds. The big want boys don't like the idea of that, and so. They're pouring millions in Ini- Initiative 522 in Washington is is what's going on. Yeah. November 5th is the date. It'll be voted on. But companies opposed to labeling are funding, GMO labeling, are funding a more than $17 million effort to derail it. Monsanto donated nearly $5 million. Our, it, uh, the good friend of good the friend. University of California, yes. Monsanto. Yes. Uh, in fact, I would guess that the University of California has a stake in having this defeated. Yeah. Yeah, isn't Dow Shame Chemical? There's you. a couple of big, bo- yeah, the big boys that are involved. Yes, Napolitano and yeah. Drake. Why don't you speak up on these things? You know, you're. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, Dupont. Yeah. That was another one. Yeah. Well, Dupont yeah. G- gave three million. And by the way, let's acknowledge the people who are in support of this. My favorite soap in the entire world. Yeah. Doctor Bronner. Doctor Bronner. Yeah, Doctor Bronner uh, is in favor of uh, labeling. GMOs, He's, putting it on the label. Yeah. Dr. Bronner's Magic Soaps. Yep. Awesome. You can buy them just about at any fine uh, establishment. Store. Yeah. yeah. In, it's the in, best. In, it's the best soap. I just, I can't even. Well, it's a good soap. I, it's okay. Yeah, it's a, good, it's, a, it's a good soap compared to the, the crap that you buy on, at your Ralph's and Vaughn's and all. You ever, a, you've ever at somebody's place and you, and you use soap like, a, you know, Dove soap or something? I yeah. feel like I'm rubbing waxy, a waxy sort you of. Are. And it's all about the suds, which the suds yeah. really yeah. don't do anything. Yeah, no, it's disgusting. In fact, for the most part, it does harm. Yeah. <sighs> a recent New York Times poll found 93% of Americans want labels on foods containing GMOs. Mm-hmm. And 64 countries require it. So and therefore, here in the third world United States, <laughs> therefore we're violently no. I actually we're not violently uh, opposed to it. The yeah, the people who the make all the money yeah. are violently opposed to it. Oh, uh, legislators on one Hawaiian island. Yeah, that's the name of uh, the island, by the way. One. I had no idea yeah. they changed their name like that. Recently passed their own bill restricting pesticide use by companies developing geneti- genetically modified plant. Mm. Genetically modified plant. Mm. Gotcha. Because of its location, Kauai. 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 I've never been over there. I've, I've been there it seems once. like a repulsive place to me. It was, it was, I'm not going back. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Kauai has become a hotspot for new genetically modified crops particularly corn, which is grown by companies including DuPont, Syngenta, and Dow. By the way, Syngenta is one of those companies I never heard of, Yeah, and they're huge. I know, and they put their name together. It's probably, you know, it's one of those kind of peaceful names where you're going, yeah. oh, Syngenta. Syngenta. Gentle? Yeah. Sin. Syngenta. Yeah. But, yeah, they're just mega big, right? I mean, they're crazy. They, they're yeah. in, in G- GMOs, huge in GMOs. Yeah. Never heard of them. Residents say pesticides from the fields are making them sick. Yeah. Oh, it's all in your head. Yeah. And in your stomach and your bloodstream. Yeah, well. Anyway, they, they did that there. They, they're good. Yeah. They passed a law. Now, good for now, them. Now, now, now we'll see the companies uh, 
do something horrid to them, uh, poison them all. No, they'll just pull out, and, and some people will lose their jobs, and then there'll yeah. be a lot of gnashing of teeth. Yeah. There's some pretty important, uh, what I would call, environmental news this, this week. Uh-huh. I hope we're going to talk about it. Well, an expert panel is warning that regulators and agricultural producers have failed to slow the use of antibiotics in livestock. Yeah, Landmark a... study from the Pew Charitable Trust in 2008 called on producers to stop adding antibiotics to livestock feed in order to boost animal growth. And why would that be, Nathan? A 14-member panel convened at the John Hopkins Center for a Livable Future says an appalling lack of progress has been made in the five years since that report. Scientists have warned that the allowance of antibiotics in animals end up weakening their effectiveness in humans. Huh. And that's why. Hmm. So if we eat this stuff, yeah, then it then, depletes our, our yeah, ability. So they to don't use do antibiotics. Do us no good. And and in in animals, all it does is what make it easier for the. They grow the faster. Yeah. They grow fat. The animals are they they live long. It, it allows them to live just long enough to be slaughtered, and they get fatter, bigger, yeah. quicker. That's what it does. Part of what? Fatter, bigger, quicker. Yeah, fatter, bigger, quicker. An estimated 80% of antibiotics used in the U.S. are consumed by farm animals. 80%. 80%. 80%. Let that soak in, kids. 80%. 80%. See, 80 per, every see. 80%. You can, it's echoing all over the station right now. It's such an important number. A federal, well, you want to talk more about, the, you, you had another story you wanted to in the environmental department? I did. Yeah. I, it had, they're kind of related stories. Yeah. Uh, well, this one, I think we talked about it last well, week, but I, I, go let ahead. Let me just throw one out here. California bacteriologist, bacteriologist, mm-hmm. bacteriologist, yeah, bacteriologist, yeah, bacteriologist, bacteriologist, agreed to a self-censored publication. They So they're not going to publish the gene sequence of botulinum toxin oh, H. Oh, that's that's a bad thing. The deadliest substance ever. ever. So they said we're not going to publish that. Yeah, we're not going to publish. We're not going to let that get. That's out. a little bit of environmental news. That's nice. That's the only one I have there. Uh, have last, another? I think we. This was a story from last week, but I don't remember us talking about. It. The Supreme Court has agreed to hear a case, the Obama administration's on the Obama administration's mega make. Gosh, major make, regulations make. on greenhouse gas emissions from power plants and factories. The court will review federal appeals court decision that unanimously upheld the Environmental Protection Agency's ability to curb carbon dioxide and other gases. And there's and the speculation is, unfortunately, that the Supreme Court will side with big businesses and restrict the ability of the Environmental Protection Agency to regulate these toxic materials that go into our environment. Another um, re- court-related uh, environmental um, story. Story. Thank you. <laughs> In New York, the trial that has opened uh, regarding uh, a lawsuit by Chevron Oil against the victims of pollution in Ecuador. This has been something that was covered in a documentary called uh, I can't remember. It was. It's been an ongoing court case for a lot of years now. Um, at one point, Chevron, which bought Texaco, was uh, was given a $26 billion, or eight, now it's an $18 billion judgment. Uh, they have fought it in court, and it continues on, but it is continuing. Chevron is now countersuing the, the people, the, the the actual victims. Uh-huh. They're now countersuing villagers uh-huh. in the hopes of squashing this decision. And um, uh, the train derailment in Alberta, Canada, that's gotten not a whole lot of news. This is where the tar sands are coming from that will yeah. be in the XL pipeline. A train dis- derailed, causing just a massive amount of uh, environmental damage. This is that crude oil and liquefied 
petroleum gas that's coming out of the, the tar sands. Um, and so it just it goes on. And this is just getting the stuff to the pipeline. This is going to be a nightmare in order to try and do this. Mm-hmm. A federal jury found Bank of America liable for one count of civil fraud in the sale of toxic mortgages. Prosecutors had accused Bank of America of executing a scheme that would blindly hand out mortgages without proper checks and then turn them around and sell the toxic loans to the government-controlled Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. What did they call this, Nathan? Screw you. Now, they had a name for this. The they, hustle. The hustle. Yeah. The people in the Bank of America who were doing it were conscious of just how toxic this material was, or these loans were, uh-huh. these assets, and they actually had a name for it. They called it the hustle. Uh-huh. Does that sound like a good thing to you, Nathan? The hustle? If, you, if, you, if I said, hey, hey, I, I got nev- something for you, and by the way, I call it the hustle. I never liked this guy. While Bank of America reaped a windfall, Fannie and Freddie were stuck with huge losses and foreclosed properties. Yeah. 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 Justice Department is seeking a fine from Bank of America of more than $848 million. The price of doing business. J.P. Morgan Chase reportedly reached a tentative deal with the Justice Department to pay $13 billion. $13 billion? S- yeah, to settle claims over its sale of flawed mortgage-backed securities that were at the core of the financial co- uh, crisis. The settlement includes $9 billion in fines and $4 billion in relief for suffering homeowners. The total represents more than half of J.P. Morgan's profits last year and would be the largest any single company has ever paid in a settlement with the Justice Department. The deal they reached does not end the prospect of criminal charges for the bank. That's good news. Yeah, it is good news. A three-year-old uh, Mississippi child was born who was born with HIV and treated with a combination of antiviral drugs, unusually early, continues to do well and remains free of active infection 18 months after all treatments ceased. Okay. That's good news. It is encouraging. Yeah. Yep. And not unlike Detroit Tiger performance enhancer Johnny Peralta, <laughs> birds are now guilty of juicing. No. Oh. Yeah. Well, they're not so much guilty as we juice them. The Orioles? Are you talking about? Or okay. No, no. These uh, are uh, songbirds. The Cardinals? Just real birds. Oh, the, no? okay, okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay. Cardinals. Well, that wasn't Orioles. a cardinal. That was a finch. A finch. It was a finch. Okay. Most songbirds learn their songs from an adult model, mm. uh, mostly from their father. Mm. But you didn't know that. I did not know that. However, there are relatively large differences in the accuracy of how these songs are copied. In other words, some some birds are smarter than others. Researchers have found in juvenile juvenile zebra finches a possible mechanism that is responsible for the differences in intensity of song learning. Nice. Now transplant this to humans, and it, you know, it's kind of scary. They provide the nerve growth factor, BDNF, to the song control system in the brain. There's a little, little factor in there that allows you, you to, to learn, learn this. this. Yeah, okay. yeah. With this treatment, the learning ability in juvenile males could be enhanced in such a way that they were able to copy the songs of the father as good as it had been observed in the best learners in the finch zebra finch nest. So, nice. in other words. They're kind of making everybody smarter by injecting this into the birds. Okay. Now, we don't know what the after effects will be. Right. They might have birds that can sing really well, and then their heads explode. <laughs> we can't be sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe maybe they Maybe they're not lyricists, and after they can only sing songs, and they can't. That's right. That's songs. very funny, Mike. I don't know why I said can that. Can I write that down? I really down? don't know why I said that. Lyricists. No, right, fine. Fine. Birds. Fine. Mock me. That's fine. Bird. I'm okay with it. That's Bird right. mocking. All right. All right. Move on. 
uh, in Instagram. From antique pistols to high-powered rifles, Instagram has emerged as the leading online marketplace for guns. Okay. And even more troubling, it seems few of the sales violate the law or even Instagram policy. Federal laws generally don't cover private sales of firearms between individuals, which state laws vary widely and are hard to enforce. Okay? And since Instagram wasn't set up as a marketplace, there are no, no formal policies on what can and can't be sold through the service. So you got a marketplace for, uh, you know, if you want to buy a gun, Mike, there you go. Uh, you know, I hadn't thought about it until just this about about uh, forty eight minutes ago. I hadn't thought about buying a gun, but yeah. In but the now, la- now in the last the last forty eight minutes, yeah. I've really given it a lot of consideration. Mahler, Mahler doesn't know if he likes that so much. Oh, Mahler, 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 Mahler. And uh, a teenager was arrested in New York's city Victoria's Secret store while shoplifting with a fetus in her handbag. There's oh, a, a dead fetus in her hand. Okay. Mm-hmm. This little uplifting thing there about well, thank you, Victoria's Secret. You know, really something. You never know. Really something. You just never know. It's a crazy world. Apparently. <laughs> God, Father, Father laughs. He laughs. He mocks. He mocks. And what else? That's it. You got nothing. You have done an amazing job of covering every the every facet of the news. The the important stuff has really been covered in ways that I I am in awe of. Nice job. Well, part of our our goal here at Weekly Signals mm-hmm. is to uh, have people look at the news differently. Mm-hmm. Don't we, you think? We oh definitely yeah we, we do you have that. to learn how to read the news or listen to the news in the context not in the context that the media conglomerates no. want you to Ooh. look at but just uh, using your old hand get yeah. some perspective mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's what i say amazing and finally yeah you ready for Do that it. residents of Talkeetna, alaska discussed possible successors for stubs the town's ailing cat mayor this little, <laughs> they, they've true. elected a cat that's for mayor, and the, and the cat, you know, it's getting it's on getting in all, years. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's not doing so well, and, <laughs> and so they're trying to find a replacement for Stubbs. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a cat, but uh, one citizen said, anything's better than a human. 